Hello, my friends. Over uh, the last few weeks, I've been interested to uh, see how many people are getting increasingly angry uh, about the restrictions that have come through COVID-19, uh, the requirement to wear face masks, the social distancing, the fact that certain things haven't been opened, there's certain things that we're not able to do, certain places we're not able to go. And uh, the mantra is, uh, don't take my freedom away, don't take my liberty away. I should be free to make decisions about myself and to live the life I want and to do what I want. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, really. It's uh, uh, of, of what's been going on in our culture over the last few years, where we have put the pursuit of individual freedom and liberty as the highest moral imperative there is. In fact, we've made it an idol. And it shows itself in lots of other ways. You know, the number of people who say now, and it's in our culture, that apart from certain terrible things that everyone agrees are terrible, we all need to be free to live as we want, to do as we want, to, to, to make the choices that we want. And there's a lot of that that is really, really good. And it's really biblical. We, we want to give people freedom. There's nothing worse than being enslaved. There's nothing worse than being coerced, than being manipulated, than being put into a box, than having our liberties taken away. And uh, our aim as Christians uh, is, is, to, is to release freedom where there's been oppression and to release life where there has been death. And in fact, um, uh, Jesus himself says, if the Son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. Elsewhere in the scriptures, we read uh, that it's for freedom that Christ set us free. Freedom is a good thing. But I want to suggest it is not the highest moral imperative for the follower of Jesus. There is something else that trumps the pursuit of freedom and sometimes conflicts with freedom, and that is the pursuit of love. The greatest of these is love, says Paul in 1 Corinthians 13. And love sometimes comes into conflict with freedom. I believe this is the case with social distancing and wearing masks. Yes, it means there's a curtailing of some of our freedoms. But surely it's for the sake of love, for loving others, for respecting others, for, for saving others' lives. You see this naturally in lots of relationships. When you love someone, you give up some of your freedoms uh, in order to, be, to do good to them, in order to please them, in order to make them happy. Uh, if you think freedom is the highest moral imperative, have a baby. And then let's see. I have watched with wonder and awe and joy parents giving up their freedoms, their financial freedoms, their time freedoms, their, their holiday freedoms for the sake of their families, for the sake of their children. When you love someone, uh, you submit to them. Submit is a dirty word, but it's a very biblical word. Uh, Paul says in Ephesians uh, 5 verse 21 
submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And I love where that comes. It comes at the beginning of a passage where he talks about husbands and wives and uh, parents and children and slaves and masters. And he talks about how you should relate to one another and he gives instructions. But the overarching one for all of them, for slaves and masters, for husbands and wives, for parents and children, is submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, whether wives should submit to husbands and, and how that works. You know, in the end, it's about mutual submission. It's about wanting the best for someone else. It's about having arguments that say, hey, I want the best for you. And one of the areas that I've noticed this freedom uh, thing gone muck is I've noticed that the generations below me, and there are quite a few generations below me, uh, in, in, amongst Christians struggle to correct each other, struggle to challenge each other, struggle um, to to say, I'm not sure that's a good idea. And what I keep hearing is people say, no, 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 I mustn't say that because they'll think I'm being judgmental. No, they'll think I'm interfering. They'll think I'm I'm getting involved in their lives. And so what we see amongst younger Christians, those of you that are younger than me, is so often you let things go. Now, I'm not talking about judgmentalism. I'm not talking about criticizing each other. That's death. I'm talking about love. And I'm so glad that I have had and have in my life people who are, love me enough to tell me the truth, who love me enough to challenge me, who love me enough to say after a meeting, you're a little bit out of order there. Um, hey, um, are you eating too much again? Um, hey, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure where did where did that where did that attitude come from? I love it because if they didn't, I don't know what I might become. And do you know when when we when we love each other, we want the best for each other, and that means sometimes we we lovingly challenge, we lovingly encourage. To, to, to live better, to go, live to a higher standard. And do you know when we do that, when we submit to one another, when we encourage each other, when we serve each other, when we love one another, do you know there's so many one, one another sayings in the New Testament. That is, that is the highest moral imperative for the Christian, which is love. Paul loved his churches and he was always encouraging them, guys, live like this. Don't live like that. And he said it very bluntly. Um, he, he, he said it very, very clearly. And you know, God as our father, he loves us too much to not convict us of our sin. Now, what we do as we do that, we do that in commitment you know, you have the right to challenge someone when they know that you love them, when they know that you're committed to them, when when you both know that you're part of the same body, you're part of the same family. Your good is my good. So let us make love 
our highest moral imperative as Christians. 1 Corinthians 13, the greatest of these is love. And when we truly love, that's when freedom, real freedom, true freedom is released among us. God bless you.